Welcome to the Raw and Wild Hearts, a place where the raw, the unfiltered, the wild hearts gather to celebrate triumphs and hardships, learn from each other, grow together, and break down a culture rooted in fear. We will talk, we will laugh, and we will lean on each other about everyday life experiences that we could all use a little support through, and then we'll bask in the wild, magical beings that we are. My philosophy is that by embracing the dark, we may just let in the light. I am your host, Lori Rising, healer, educator, writer, adventurer, retreat leader, birth defender, and animal enthusiast and activist, along with my wild heart sidekick kitty, Jesus the Brave. We'd like to invite you to get excited about the wild heart revolution. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. Welcome to the Raw and Wild Hearts podcast. I am your host, Lori Rising, and I'm so stoked for today's exchange. It's called Finding Your Freestyle with Kiyoshi. This is going to be the levity (laughs) that we are needing right now after the very intense eclipse season with Taurus in the North Node and Scorpio in the South Node. We've got the new moon in Gemini right around the corner at the time of this podcast and, and Jupiter and Mars in Aries. Yes, your fellow Aries stellium right here. And I feel like this is going to be the Aries energy that we didn't quite get at the astrological new year, but we are so revved up and ready to go for. So get ready to put your foot on the gas. Right now it might be on the break because we're still in the retrograde. So it's a great time to continue reviewing and witnessing and sitting with thoughts, ideas, creations, exchanges, energies until the retrograde ends on June 3rd. Then we are full speed ahead. So if you are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so stoked that you're here. And believe me, there are so many elevated and evolutionary exchanges in all three of my seasons. So I invite you to go back, jump into that library and see what resonates with your cells because my guests are next level. I am very deliberate in the energy that I pull in for this show, for these exchanges and for what we create out in the world. Um, Also, jump on my YouTube. I've been sharing many more messages there, especially around um, the moon cycles, but even around the collective and really As a trauma-informed healer, I'm bringing more of that to light for us personally and for what's happening with the human evolution that is absolutely underway. This is a pivotal time in this nodal eclipse axis. I feel like this is probably one of the biggest um, shifts that we're going to go through in this evolutionary period because of the Scorpio South node, especially just really digging up and excavating all of that underbelly that has permeated this culture uh, quietly and in secret for far too long. And it is coming to the surface. The more light that we integrate into our bodies and emanate out into the energy grid and into the collective, 
the more those shadows have to come up because they are being exposed. So keep doing your work, keep getting into alignment, find the people that support that journey for you, the guides that resonate deeply with what you feel that your cells perk up to. And if that is me, I'm so happy to be here. I have many ways for you to dive into the offerings that I have free and paid. I have lots of meditations out there. Like I said, my YouTube channel, my Instagram, my email list, jump on that. You'll see it in the show notes below. Head on over to my website, therawandwildhearts.com. I'm telling you right now, we have the most evolutionary <laughs> I, I just keep thinking like it's some sage shit that we're going down with me and our favorite beloved intuitive astrologer, Molly McCord, have intentionally been creating this space for the universe, quite honestly. I mean, it's for us personally, but this is absolutely going to shake the universe and change the very fabric of what's happening right now. And Molly handpicked these energies and these dates. We've been working on this for over six months, and we now are bringing it to you live June 2nd to June 5th, 2022. So if you're listening to this before that, you can still jump in virtually to the Awakening Astrology Virtual Retreat. You can come in and be a part of this evolutionary energy that we are going to unleash <laughs> into our physical matrix, into the human world during this time together. And even if you can't make it live, no worries, you're going to get the replays. And I just, I believe now is the time to jump in, but I'm pretty sure it's going to go evergreen. So this will always be available. I've been channeling some of the most amazing messages for where I'm going to go with my embodiment workshops, where I've never gone before, never in all of my lifetimes as a healer, especially not in this lifetime over the past 20 years plus as a trauma-informed healer, I am going somewhere in conjunction with the age of Aquarius that I know is going to create instant enlightenment for those that are a part of it, for those that witness it, for those that feel it, and your cells are going to remember. This is going to be a full activation of your ancient encoded wisdom, the light source in your cells, all that was, all that is, all that will ever be. It's inside of your body and your body consciousness. And the more we tap into that and turn off the thinking brain, the linear mind, the control mind, the fear brain, the more that this <laughs> wild journey with the stars, with the energy and the cosmos, with nature, with who we are truly at our core unfolds and opens up. So um, I've got that. I'm also creating right now a very intimate Awaken Your Fire Mexico retreat. And y'all, you need to check out this space. It's at Pachamama, Mexico. Um, near Toro Santos, Mexico, which is near the Tropic of Cancer. If you want to check it out, get on my website. Um, I'm also live relaunching live my Awaken Your Life Force digital course this summer. That is going to be off the spiritual hook. I've got an embodied consciousness workshop as a as a first step into seeing if the 
big course is for you, seeing if that's what resonates with where you're going in your journey right now. Um, I'm coming back with my personal readings this summer. So there's lots going down. I'm so happy you're here. Let me know how I can support you. Send me a message. Let me know what is supporting you so I can keep elevating that through my spirit and with my guides. So on to today's episode. It's called Finding Your Freestyle with Kiyoshi. And this I mean, I was editing this yesterday and it was such an easy edit. We had a really amazing flow and that is what Kiyoshi does. His energy and what he's emanating out into the world as his soul's calling is supporting you and guiding you into your flow. And it's him unleashing his flow into the world. So I can't wait for you to hear his story and just hear what we create together in our first meeting, we had only exchanged on Instagram. So this is a pretty special convo that we really had. And it it makes my heart smile. And I'm sure that it will make yours as well. Kiyoshi is a world premiere edutainer, vocalist, transformational rap coach, musician, producer, and songwriter who fuses conscious, upbeat, hip-hop, soulful sounds with house R&B, alternative and world musical vibrations. He has been featured on countless media outlets, including MTV, VH1, NBC, URB, Vice, BuzzFeed, American Airlines Magazine, and has opened up for notable acts such as Zap Mama, Rising Appalachia, Ozo Motley, Aloe Blanc, Xavier Rudd, I'm, I mean, the list goes on. <laughs> I'm actually just like, wow, this is the first time I'm reading Kiyoshi's bio and what a soul, what a beautiful being that we get to be in, in exchange with. So today, with many years of creating rhythms and rhymes, Kiyoshi tours internationally to perform at socially conscious events, festivals, and venues, bringing soul and swagger to the masses. Lately, Kiyoshi has been dedicating his time coaching people of all levels from beginners who've never flowed before to professionals. He teaches others how to find creative liberation through their voice and performance from the page to life stage, using the art of vocal expression as a tool for personal self-development to break through fears and limited beliefs with coaching methods he's used personally over the decades. Kiyoshi teaches online courses, one-on-one private coaching, and is available for workshops and consultations. Please welcome Kiyoshi. Hello, Kiyoshi. Thank you for joining the Wild Heart Revolution. Hey, what's up? What's up? Great to see you, Lori. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's so great that we finally get to connect and share this energy with people. But first, I do like to start with a toast or a prayer to the Wild Heart Warriors. In our light, especially our dark, and in all of our magic and glory, may we continue to elevate consciousness through honesty, humor, humility, gentle care, soul-wrenching growth, and ownership. And to us and to our expansion through our full, unbridled expression. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Oh my gosh. So I want to let people know how we actually connected, which... As an entrepreneur, and especially as the way that we're moving into the world of social media and sharing our message through social media, I was really impressed with what you did. 
you sent out a post about a workshop that you had coming up. And I love this energy because it's like creating through connection, which is, it was a great reflection for me because we always kind of were under this stifled or limited narrative of, oh, we don't want to seem like we're selling something. Right. And it was so limiting for us. And the fact that you're sharing your work in this way, I took it in, I received it in such a beautiful way because I was like, well, I don't, you know, I'm not in the space to take the workshop right now, but I looked into it and it told me more about you, more about what your message is in the world. And then I was like, well, I might know someone who's really into that. So I'm going to file it away and share it with them if they are interested. And then I just got more curious about you and here we are. Yeah. Beautiful. Thanks so much. Yeah. Super uh, honored and uh, privileged to be here today and uh, to connect with you and create our, our, uh, our worlds connected. Well, where does that come from? Like, what was your motivation in just what I want to, what I want to bridge for people is how you found the, the strength or the groundedness in just sending out the message about your workshop, like sharing it in that way without feeling that scarcity place of like, Oh, I don't want to seem like I'm selling too much. Like you literally came from this place of love and sending that message out to people. Like where, where did you find that within yourself? Yeah. Just believe in myself. I mean, I've been doing music and, uh, it's just real brief short story is that I, you know, uh, yeah, you know, I grew up musical, but then like in high school, I was pretty shy. And then, and then like I was, I was rapping for a long time and then like with freestyle it took me some years to develop. And then, and then on top of that is like really believe in myself that I could run a business as a rap coach. And then the person who teaches people how to express themselves vocally and how people vocally activate. Uh, and then from there, it's just like really gaining that confidence that like, Hey man, I can, I have what it, I have some medicine that people are looking for. Um, so, you know, it, it just took some time to really, really develop my skills and really develop the, the trust, you know, it's different for different people. But for me, it's like, I really believe in myself. I believe what I have to offer. I, I have had many breakthroughs with this. That's why I live it. That's why I do it. I'm a creator and a coach. So what I coach, I do what I do. I coach as I grow in one area, bettering my skills as a coach. As I'm better my skills as a coach, I'm better creator. So like I'm getting better and better. I'm like, yo, this is what people need. And so, yeah, it just, I've been coaching for the past four years and uh, yeah, one-on-one coaching courses, workshops, going to be doing retreats. And uh, yeah. So when I, when I approach you, it's just like no brainer. Hey, I'm just reaching out to people. Uh, you know, there's different marketing tactics, you know, posting, you know, guerrilla marketing, personal DMS and, you seem like somebody who may, may, you know, may uh, receive the medicine and that I have, um, you know, and, and, it, and it hits people in different times or it's some people may not be for them, you know, but just presenting it in a way that is not salesy, but like, Hey, this is what I have to offer when I join board because this membership model, I believe in it. Like, Hey, it's going to do, it's going to take off and do well. My courses are doing well. And uh, yeah, so that, that's pretty much it. Just, I, it, I have something very, very valuable for the community and especially to help people. And it's inspiring people. It's putting some money in my pocket and it's helping me, my craft, and it's allowed me to really, I mean, it's a win-win in all areas. So that's how I see it. 
Yeah. It's like you fully embodied this message. This is your soul's calling. This is what you came to this planet to share. And when we, yeah, when we actually discover that, when we do the deep work, when we look at the shadow, when we uncover our traumas, right? When we release that external programming that's told us to be or do something else that feels very disconnecting to us, when we create that full connection and embodiment within our souls, then it never feels salesy because we have such a deep belief in it. Like it's literally the medicine, like you said, that came in with us through our cells. So when that gets to come online, it's like, it is a no brainer. And it's, it's interesting how we have to work so hard in this culture to actually uncover that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a lot of uh, programs and a lot of people working jobs are doing endless tasks that are, uh, that they don't want to. Uh, they're not a lot of we're not we're programmed to follow suit or listen to our parents or follow the schools or society's way about things. And very rarely, do, I mean, some people live their passions, but it's 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 not uh, as common as it should be. So I feel like. When people have that passion behind them, that's what's going to really drive them. You know, some people just work bullshit jobs and then a couple hours in the week, they're doing what they love to do. But that creates, you know, turmoil, distress, stress, emotional hurt can cause dis-ease in the body. You know, most people I've heard die from heart attacks. Uh, from what I heard, it happens at what, eight or nine o'clock on Mondays. And that's the time that people go to work. So that just shows you that the, the collective is hurting when we're doing stuff that we don't want to do. So people are working jobs and they're not being fulfilled. People aren't being fulfilled in life. They're not living the passion. They're not being fully expressed. Many people go through life, not feeling supported. Loneliness is equivalent to smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. So that this stuff goes deep in terms of mental health. Look at mental illness, uh, especially during the right now in the pandemic. So I'm looking to create things that can really uh, provide solid support and growth um, in all those areas where people can be more freed up and liberated from all the bullshit that life brings or can bring. Yes. Yes. I am in. And I feel Ah. like (laughs) it was this cataclysmic event that really created such an immediate shift in a lot of us. Right. And it could have been whatever it shifted. It shifted something in every single person. This was a worldwide phenomenon. And I, I think we needed that kind of jolt. And a lot of us got jolted into our soul's mission. And it's like the more that we, and it's interesting what you said about the heart attack thing, because this is the reason that a lot of women go into labor at night, because that's when your melatonin rises. And that's literally your cosmic connection. And you turn off the thought mind or the control mind, right? The thinking brain. And literally this process of birthing a baby is so innate in us. Yeah. That we actually, when we surrender, that's when it really starts happening for us. So, we, yeah, right. And so we start looking at how we literally sync up with nature instead of just forcing ourselves into our own timeline, we become timeless. And then we flow with nature in the ways that our bodies are meant to, in the ways that our lives are meant to unfold with it. So, yeah, I love it so much. And the more that we support each other in this way, like I said, you 
slid into my DMs with this amazing workshop. And I've, I've been watching the people that have been talking about it. What you're doing is incredible. So tell us a little bit more about how you do guide and coach people in their throat chakra activation. This is such a huge part of where we're going with the age of Aquarius standing in our sovereignty. When you can stand in your truth, not the culture's truth, not your parents' truth, not all the expectations or even the inner critic that's been developed in this culture. When you stand in your full power and truth is when you become like sovereign and you rise in the greatness that you came into this body with. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. Um, so the age of Aquarius, I, I would like to learn more about that, you know, standing in our truth related to the age of Aquarius. Um, yeah, so what I do is just, I really start people off with basic fundamentals, start off really simple. Now, I usually emphasize the, uh, the foundational basis of having fun. So when people are having fun, they do things naturally and innately like, oh, we develop skills naturally when we're having fun. Like kids just play basketball. They're, they're building up, building uh, structures with toys and Legos. They're having fun. And next thing you know, they're like learning skills, right? We're learning skills in kindergarten when we're playing on the playground and building stuff because we're having fun. So that's what I like to kind of like the analogy I think of when starting out with, with rapping because it can seem so um, intimidating or it's like oh my god you have to be really skillful like eminem or have to be like these guys or these people or these women or whatever or freestyle rapping they're so awesome and ah, i would suck who am i to, to rap i would sound like a blah 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 i hear this all the time right because yeah you know it's like something that some people haven't done so one it's foreign and two they might not have done it or, or have any training in it and three it just takes a lot of trust you know, that relates to uh, public speaking. The, the fear of public speaking is running rampant. It's one of the highest fears that people have uh, amongst moving to a new place, death. I mean, it's really high up there. And I think over 70% of people have some type of fear of public speaking or have had it. Um, so that is, can be related to just freestyle flow because you're activating your voice, you're speaking your truth, you're storytelling, you're talking about what, what's happening, you're stepping in a vulnerable in a very vulnerable space because when we're freestyling, we're letting go. A lot of times people don't want to let go. We want to hold on to mm -hmm. ourselves or our certain conditional constraints or boxes. Now I'm going to stay in the box. It's comfortable here. Uh, ooh, what's going to happen if I go out there? I might slip up. Or And we're also social beings, so I get it because we, we theme for social connection. We want to be a, uh, have approval by others to some degree, right? Some people don't care as much, but overall, we we want to feel a sense of belonging. We're a tribal people. Um, there's different societies and clans and tribes and um, cultural groups all over the world. We feel connected when we're a part of something, right? It's, it's mm -hmm. kind of within us. It's human. Um, but it, it, it can be detrimental to our own uh, health. Uh, when it gets to the point of uh, us fearing so much, getting into that, that space that has conditioned us to just worry and worry and be anxious of like, oh, gosh. I shouldn't say something. Uh, a lot of times it's due to, you know, certain traumas or, or maybe a certain family member or friend who's said something to us or them. Um, like, oh, I can't say anything. Like, I see it all the time. Kids, you know, as, as earlier on, they start singing and flowing and dancing. And next thing you know, like, somebody's like, what are you doing? You suck. Or the middle school kids say that. Usually, like, getting reaching closer to middle school is when a lot of kids shut down. It becomes a really, really weird age. And then after that, sometimes they may open up, but it takes some 
work to really kind of get that back to that space. So, and I think that's, a, I don't know, it's like maybe a societal thing, um, but it's also natural. Kids go through ups and downs of their development. But what I'm saying, the main point of this is that uh, there are certain points or triggers that uh, can, yeah, I guess keep people stuck or stifled in their fullest expression. So what I'm doing is help people get back to that, open up, unlocking, breaking free from those old restraints or chains that have held them down for so long. Hey, let's just have fun. We, we get back to that playfulness that, that, we, that was instilled in us in childhood. At the same time, learning how to speak our truth as from wherever we are in life, you know, whether we're kids, adults, old people, like we, we all have something to, to share. We all have stories. So I teach people the basic fundamentals of rhyming, you know, using association, using things around them. There's different tips of really getting the ball rolling in terms of freestyle flow, using the voice, even using melodies. So now you're singing, maybe combining singing, rapping, uh, speaking poetically and spoken word delivery or, or just talking. Right. And just even coming from that space, hey, just talk about what's going on. All right, now we're gonna get rhythmic. And it's like, hey, you're freestyling. Throw some rhyming words in there. You're flowing. Oh my God, I didn't know I could do this. So, um, yeah, I, I really coach people from that space. Of, hey, we all have something to share. Just share it. And then sometimes I break people up in groups. Share it with your friends. Meet, you know, introduce yourselves and just and blah blah blah. So, yeah, I, I come from that space of just encouraging people, highlighting their skills, what 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 they're doing great at, and just having fun. And, and it, it, usually my my courses and workshops are a lot of fun and I, I see a lot of breakthroughs happening uh, on the regular. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're really tapping into people's creation energy and that is like our magic superpower that we came in with and it got suppressed so early on. A lot of times it was suppressed while we were in the womb and then we go through birth. Birth is one of our biggest points of trauma. You know, we're birthing babies in fear and pain and stress, you know, yeah, that, absolutely. Yeah, it. it's it's epigenetics that comes into our cells and that affects right. the way that we move through the world. So, you know, we can even if our mother's voice was suppressed during birth, we feel mm. that energy. Wow. And then circumcision, too, I've heard. I haven't dived deep into that, but I've heard for, for guys. It's like, uh, yeah, that's a, that can really affect them in many ways. Right. And, yeah. And, and these th all of these traumas are actually expressed in us as adults, you know, and so we really develop that fight or flight place right, within right. our um, autonomic nervous system because we're just ready for the fear or the pain or the stress that we're about to go under, because that's how we first experience the world more often than not in this culture. And so, Absolutely. you know, the disempowerment just keeps building on us. And when we're kids and we're like so excited about expressing ourselves and then the adults are not comfortable with it and they, you know, bring our box in closer and closer until it creates this comfort zone for our culture and for the adults around us that disconnects us from our spirit. And then it just continues on. Yeah. Right. When I was a kid, right, right. I was always told I was too much. Like I laughed too hard or I cried too much or, you know, it was just like, it was when you're told that you're too much all the time as a child, like that your emotions are, should be shut down or quieted or shouldn't be seen that <laughs> plants a very deep seed and it just continues to grow throughout our lives. So it's so important, the work that you're doing, Kiyoshi, I just want to thank you because we are meant to play 
kids aren't the only ones that are meant to play. As adults, we're supposed to be crawling around on the ground. We're supposed to be dynamic bodies moving through this world. And we've become so linear that we forget that playful connection. So I love that you're bringing that to the people. Yeah, thank you so much. Absolutely. Do you want to give us a little example? Give you an example of what I do for the people. Um, I could start to rap for you and come sharper than a needle in a haystack. I lay facts and make stacks of money. It's funny. I'm lucky like charms. I got legs and arms. I lift weights at the gym so I can be big like a barnyard with these bars far like Mars bars that I eat because I'm the number one star. Our barks can't even see the way I ant. That doesn't make sense, but I have a chance to tell you how I sing, spit poetry and rap every time I have a chance. Yes, Kiyoshi, this is my testimony. Yes, I'm holy, blessed, the one and only. I'm rising like glory. Oh, I hope I said that right because I might be pouring down like rain. I maintain switch lanes. I'm off the top from the brain like cellular transit membranes cocaine in a vein i go crazy insane like lois lane with superman i'm clark kent because i'm a really a superman but you may not see that but maybe you do but you are your own master you're all your own teacher your own guru you don't have to subscribe to somebody on netflix or youtube and see that you are the truth you can expose that to cruise and do what you got to do and turn off the news because that's just really bad for you you know what i'm saying that's Really, you subscribe into a lot of fear and you got to reappear and disappear, then come back and be like, man, it's all about being in the now right here. Like the master said, yo, this is my masterful head wrapped. Instead, I like to choose to be on a interview with you, Lori Rising. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Like you didn't even hesitate. You just moved right into it and just allowed. Yeah. You just felt your creation energy. That was really incredible. Thank you so much for that. I love it. You're very welcome. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. And so what I wanted to mention is I was kind of scrolling through your posts and one of them, you were dancing in it. And in the uh -huh. caption, you yeah. said, you know, I used to, you know, be nervous about sharing this, like I wasn't doing it right. Or, right. you know, I had fear about fully expressing myself in this way. And that really spoke to my heart because honestly, we're a product of what we practice. We are really habitual creatures. We <laughs> love <laughs> repetition and we've been yeah. practicing the mindsets of limitation and scarcity because that's what's being sold to us on a daily basis, right? Right, absolutely. And, yeah, and so just practicing that vulnerability, it actually, it's like a muscle that you're working. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I absolutely agree for sure. Um, yeah, the more vulnerable we get, the more we you know the more kind of <laughs> kind of used to it but then at the same time we step in a vulnerable vulnerability um over and over again it, it builds builds up strength muscles it teaches us more trust it builds up our muscle of trust like hey, i'm gonna trust myself i may fail but fuck it builds up the fucking muscle like hey you're taking risks and the only way to win and you know succeed is to take risks look at all the business 
successful entrepreneurs, they're taking risks. So that's what you're doing every time that you start to spit, take a risk. It may sound like that, it may sound like this. You may hurt yourself or you may win. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think you yeah. win. I think you win every time you do take a risk. Because like yeah, you said, absolutely. when you when you build up that like trust, you build up that trust muscle, you trust that no matter where you go, it's leading you somewhere. Somewhere, right. Right. Because then you start to see possibilities everywhere, like that we're living in a spiral dimension now. It's we're timeless. We're we can like we're getting to the point where we can jump timelines. And it's interesting because as you talk about, you know, really guiding people and supporting them into their full expression, like stand in your truth. And we can see how disempowered we've gotten by your statistics saying like 70 percent of people have a hard time public speaking. That's wild right and we are here to share our message with each other and to me that shows that we've been so disconnected from our source energy from our true message and we're trying to share a message that we thought we were supposed to do in order to you know pay the bills and have the house and acquire the things and everything so um yeah it's yeah it's, it's great yeah for sure thank you thank you and you've been, so when did you start, did you, as a kid, were you freestyling and dancing and uh, really expressing I was, yourself? I was dancing and expressing myself more so at home, not so much in public. Uh, my father was a music teacher, so I grew up more musically inclined, playing the guitar, making up little jingles and, you know, little music, music jingles and chants at an early age. And I got into rapping and poetry more so, um, uh, Around, like, I, I listened to quite a bit of hip-hop rap growing up, you know, elementary, middle school, high school. But I started feeling the, the call to, to write some poetry and rap in high school. And that's where I really started to break out of my shell more so. It, it provided more of a platform for me to express myself and come from an inspirational place. Because, uh, you know, I grew up in the church as well. And, uh, yeah, I, I read, you know, I was reading a lot of the Bible. And so I would turn these Bible verses into to, to rap verses. And I was kind of more so, you know, kind of quiet in school and shy in high school. So I entered my first poetry slam in, in 11th grade. Um, and at that time, you know, like what, what prompted me to do that was I would see ministers speak in church and I'll see poets on TV and um, other performers. And I, just, I felt, felt sometimes almost like goosebumps in my arms and like a resonance, like, oh, I could do that. Like, that's, that seems liberating. So, yeah, spit, I started spitting poetry around 10th, 11th grade. I was recording, like, all my ta- cassette tapes in 9th and 10th grade. And then I, I, uh, I started performing in 11th grade, and that really felt good. I saw the people's response that, you know, and I feel like I was, it was a great way for me to get the message of Christ across and to also kind of come out my shell more, be able to speak. Oh, no, it was really freeing because I didn't speak too much. And when it came to the lunch tables, um, people during lunch, my friends will freestyle rap and I'll be, you know, kind of shy away. And I would have some written material, but I wouldn't, you know, I would I sometimes drop some verses. But for the most part, I was really scared. So even when I was performing, you know, like later on in high school and college and, you know, performing at a high level, um, eventually, like I, I would still face some a lot of you know quite a bit of fear and not really freestyle in the way that i really wanted to i feel this like oh, i want to go in there but dang what if i messed up i wanted it to sound as good as my written 
so this continued for years and years and I'll, you know, perform winning a bunch of talent shows and, um, poetry slams and, uh, yeah, just performing around my local area in Michigan, Detroit, Ann Arbor. And I will free, I start freestyling more on stage and then with friends. And then I got, I just started doing more and more. And what I realized, like, Hey, once I get out of my, my, my own way and stop, stop thinking about it so much and just let loose and just have fun. That's when the skills start to develop. That's when I can just really jump in there. And it takes confidence and strength to really just, yeah, take risks, be vulnerable. So that's why it goes hand in hand. It's a metaphor for, yeah, jumping into a new territory or like, hey, let me start this business. Let me speak to this girl I've been wanting to talk to or let me do this new venture. Um, yeah, it's very, very, uh, like there's parallels in that. And each time that I've taken risks, I'm like, oh, that's kind of similar to what I felt when I want to open my voice up. And so, you know, it just took some years of practice. But so now I'm able to really, fine tune it, study myself, analyze it and just like tune in. Like, Oh my God, like I made it more difficult than it could have been, but I'm grateful for my process. Now I can understand a lot of my clients journeys. So I'm like, Hey, I was right. I'm right there with you. And I was right there with you when I was, you know, really super scared, nervous to speak out. And at times it still comes up. So, I, you know, it's like, even though I'm at more of a higher level uh, of, of rapping from where I was, I still get those thoughts of, of doubt and anxiety sometimes like, Oh snap. And it's okay. And I, I let people know it's all right. We may, we, we go through that stuff. I was just reading uh, a post from uh, a guy I'm starting to be cool with. His name's Hal Elrod. He wrote the book miracle morning. And uh, I wrote, it's basically teaching people morning routines. And, you know, he's, he's like one of the top rated keynote speakers and, you know, very uh, conscious spiritual leader. And he has he's influenced millions of lives with this book. But the point I'm making is that he posted like yesterday that he was feeling depressed and he's being really vulnerable. So even though people are uh, high calibers or wherever they're at, we all are human and we go through times where, hey, we're, we feel these things. And I, I, I still sometimes get those doubts. I'm like, oh man, I have to, learn. but it's all about pushing through. So no matter where we're at, as long as we just keep moving forward, like you said, you, there's no way to lose if you're just keeping keeping the movement going, keeping the engine running and, and driving towards your goal, uh, even, you know, just exploring it, right? So uh, I, I like to say, even in our, uh, uh, using, using our stumbling blocks, uh, they may seem as stumbling blocks, but they're actually stepping stones. So, you know, you may, your mistakes can be your, your uh, blessings in disguise. So yeah. seeing it that way, so not, not, not being afraid, hey, I may fail, but you know what? I'm going to get this one day and I'm learning something. You always have, there's always stuff to learn no matter where we are, amateur, veteran, pro, mediocre, or like level, whatever. It's like, we're all, we're all on this journey together and it's okay wherever you are. And you can, we can always start today, start now. Yeah. Right. Yes. Thank you so much for that. And it's also about allowing, like feeling actually, you know, getting rid of when you said that I help, I heard you say when you made that shift is when you got out of your own way. And to me, that translates to you um, let go of your fear mind, right? Like the thinking mind or the control mind. And you got really into the creation energy, which is what's in our cells. It's our body consciousness. Like you embodied, you know, who you are at your core. And right. then, you know, we're human. We're on this journey yeah 
there's no way that we're ever going to be just like in this state of enlightenment and we're going to stay. Right. That's, that's not part of the human experience. No, not at all. Yeah. So when we own that, when we allow and, you know, when we share those vulnerabilities, we are the master and the student all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. So yep, yep. that is how, you know, that's like the wounded healer. We learn from our wounds and we learn from how we grow. And then that's how we can resonate with each other and share our message at such a high caliber. And also mm -hmm. normalize the fluctuations of being a human. Because when we normalize that, we actually normalize mental health. And it has been so um, fractured where we've had this culture of just pushing, only pushing forward, not feeling your feelings, you know, putting on a brave face. You're a big girl. You're a big boy. It doesn't hurt, right? right? right. Like all of those cliche <laughs> sayings that we hear throughout our lives that negates our true feelings uh -huh. and then we suppress them and then they become right. trauma and wounds. We're literally, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like you said, it's our birthright to live in joy and ease, but we've been undoing everything that's been happening to us in this culture on a daily basis, quite honestly. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There was, there was one other, go ahead. I was just saying reprogramming and undoing a lot of the, a lot of all that, that conditioning and, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah. There was one other thing I really wanted to mention, cause this is super important y'all. So I, I, I hope that your cells are listening right now yeah. as, <laughs> as Kiyoshi was talking about, um, listening to the preacher, I think. And you said you got like goosebumps because mm -hmm. you knew you could do that. Right, right. That, that is literally our sensory language. That is our navigation system, our internal navigation system that gives us the messages of where we are meant to go in life. And then it's our thinking brains that will shut that down based on the messages they've taken in from the culture. Yeah, right? I, lo I love how you word that. Yeah. <laughs> I so agree. It's like, it's, that's as clairsentience. It's mm -hmm. when you have a feeling of your intuition and literally I get goosebumps constantly when someone is saying a truth that's like my truth meter is i get goosebumps and i'm like yes like my yeah. body resonates to that and right, that right. can guide you just that if you tune into it that can guide you to where your soul is trying to navigate and take you to where mm -hmm. the universe is co-creating with you mm -hmm. yep but yeah beautiful oh so yeah mm -hmm. it's even like you know as you listen to kiyoshi talk if you're feeling what he's throwing down about like speaking your truth and activating that your your voice, activating your specific truth and your body gets those goosebumps, that's your that's what's telling you invest, invest your time. I know a lot of us, you know, creators out here, we're creating things for free. And then if that creates something for you, that's when you go further. Because when you get into your alignment, the rest of life is going to manifest in a place of joy and ease instead of such a struggle. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well said. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So what, uh, what, what do you like in your programs? Do you feel like people go from you know, point A and then it's like moving into this full release 
at the end, like where they're, they're fully freestyling at the end. Like, do you see that evolution in people? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely see the evolution, you know, some, uh, for everybody is different. Some people may take longer to really get into the groove, but, um, yeah, over time, I definitely see some progress and, and there's different things that we work with, um, uh, or work on. Some people may need help with, um, uh, finding rhythm and cadence. Some people may need, need a little more structure. Some people may need to stop to, to, to learn how to be, uh, yeah, be more aware of their tonality and not be so monotone and start to uh, develop more of a wider range in their voice. Uh, some people may need to, yeah, help with their live performance. So opening up the body, using physiology movement to kind of help guide their words. Um, some people just need accountability. They may have a lot of the, the structural pieces and, and a lot of the, the, um, the skill techniques, but they just need somebody like myself who will keep them on, on board and on point and, find uh, different ways of, yeah, strengthen them, their, uh, whether performance or writing overall. So yeah, it depends on the person. And, and, and I do see, go back to your question. I do see some growth over time for sure. Right. So you're really, you're honing into every person's unique needs in this program. Like how can we move into filling, you know, the parts of your cup up that would really create the whole, the holistic place uh -huh. that you can go to right. in this program. Is this something that you've been doing your whole adult life or did you kind of get into another job where you felt like it wasn't really, you know, the full expression of your calling in life and then trans transform into this? Like, how did that play out um, in your adulthood? Yeah. So just uh, when I fully understand your question, so how did it Basically, I, I get to the point where I, I'm at uh, as far in terms of, of coaching people these methods, correct? Yeah. Have you been doing yeah. this for all yeah. of your adulthood? Like, is this? Yeah. yeah. This so, been so I'll be 40 this year. Uh, I started, uh, my dad's a music teacher. So that really helped influence me, you know, growing up around professional jazz musicians. And in the church, we had a lot of incredible jazz players. I would, I, like I was saying before, I started writing songs at an early age and then got into, uh, to uh, in high school, competing, writing, performing, and then uh, and then taking it further. You know, I grew up in Michigan, and I moved to, uh, to in 2011. I moved to California, got more into the spiritual community. So, speaking on you know making songs uh, about chakras and yoga and how to uh, and self help stuff, <laughs> and then really diving deep in yoga, my spiritual practice. Uh, and even before that, I was really into, you know, law of attraction, or resonance, uh, you know, Michael Bernard Beck with Deepak Chopra, Eckhart Tolle in the 2000s, right around, the, you know, 2006, 2007. I got more into that metaphysics, conspiracy stuff, reading stuff on YouTube and uh, all, you know, metaphysics, blah, blah, blah. And then also, you know, before that, I was into you know, a lot of underground rapping. So I had a, quite a bit of a journey in, you know, self-help development, personal self-development. Uh, mind, body, soul, you know, fitness, nutrition, uh, yoga, uh, and then seeing how it's related um, and how, how it ties in with our freedom, freedom of expression, voice activation, and then seeing how people are blocked and studying that and then my personal story. So combining all that stuff, I also have a communications degree, which, which helps, you know, I have a lot of friends who are professional teachers in 
regards to like improv, vocal coaching, blah, blah, blah. My father's a music teacher. So a lot of just training overall, just kind of naturally people I meet and just picking up different uh, techniques and, and trainings all, you know, throughout the years. Um, and then fully believe in myself, let's say like five years ago when I, when I was like, all right, I'm going to rap coach. Because my friend, Krista Richards, who was a vocal, amazing vocal coach, and she's been doing it for almost 15 years. Uh, we started performing together in 2013. And we've written a number of songs together. When I moved to California, we just clicked. I went pretty much my soul sister in this lifetime. And she was telling me at the time, like, hey, I've been vocal coaching for about 10 years. This is like years back or whatever. I, I forgot what she said. But she's like, look, I've been vocal coaching and make some decent money. Look, you're performing right alongside of me. You're you, you're just as good as rapping as I am on singing. They're like, why don't you, why don't you teach people what you do? And it's like for me, it's like, oh, people want to learn this, blah blah blah. I don't know. And then you know, I'll perform more and more at that time, and seeing how people were were just impacted by my music, and and then just to have my own personal journey of opening up my voice and freestyling, and then getting my feet wet. Like, all right, let me give this a go and give my friends some rap coaching sessions. And then I structured it, combining, you know, some of the practices that I, I do in life already. And then seeing some of the first breakthroughs with some of my other clients. And it's like, oh, snap, this is more powerful than I realized. Like, oh, this is why I rap. This is why I do what I do. Of course, it's like, it's helped me. Oh, wow. And so I've seen it even more clear the more, the more I started doing it, like teaching people why, what's worked for me seeing my process and understanding myself on a deeper level and why it's so much needed, why hip hop is, you know, a cultural movement that spans across the globe. That's, you know, like embedded in, the, in our very fabric in America and the world. You see people rapping, freestyling all over the world. It's also an ancient thing. People have been freestyling, singing songs, songwriting, and it's, it's all over. And it really ties into singing. You could, you could, kind of morph it, you know, speaking, spoken word, poetry, start using melody and going like this and da, 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 and then start like, it's just all uh, breaking blocks and so liberating. And, and then, I, you know, so over time, I realized the power of it. Like, wow. Okay. Yes, this is it. This is why my heart, you know, I got those goosebumps, why I've had many downloads and in church or even in my spiritual practices, like God telling me like, hey, look, this is what you're supposed to do. To the point I got a tattoo, which basically represents that, you know, speaking to the world through love with angelic uh, help to, you know, bring the world to a higher vibrational place. Um, yeah, through the voice and communication. And uh, so, yeah, this is, and then, you know, I had other jobs going back to what you're asking about. You know, I worked a number of different corporate gigs and marketing. Uh, used to be a missions counselor, you know, working. I had a bunch of random jobs even after that. And even in those jobs, I was writing, <laughs> like I had managers like, yo, she's supposed to be working. Like, Sorry, boss, I, I can't stop writing. Here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, working on promoting my, my gigs. or It was just a big part of like my life and my heart's telling me, hey, you need to go this, you, you have something here. And so overcoming the blocks of scarcity mindset and, oh man, but, how am I going to make money? This and that. And I have to work these jobs. I have to suffer. I, I, I subscribe to that belief system as artists. A lot of artists subscribe to that. You know, there's subconscious, uh, a lot of room for subconscious healing in that and growth in those areas of 
getting outside of uh, what, what, what society has taught a lot of artists. You know, people have to struggle. So I'm still breaking through those those uh, old patterns and conditions, right? <laughs> and fully owning who I truly am. So, uh, yeah, hope that answers your question. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I feel like you said that in the beginning, how so many of us, you know, spend our lives doing something that is is um, creating dis-ease or discontentment for ourselves just so we can, you know, maintain a certain level of living while then we just use a fraction of our lives to do what really fills us up, what really lights our soul up right, on right. fire, right? right? And so what we never learned was that we can literally do what lights our soul up on fire all the time. And that is, I'm so excited about what's happening because I feel like it's this cascade of, you know, as we dismantle these, you know, power filled, greed filled systems that have been disempowering us and we rebuild from a place of love and balance and care for each other even as we get smaller, more into our local communities and into um, supporting independent creators, we are literally rebuilding an earth school. We're rebuilding from experience. And that is how we actually are meant to learn, you know, way, way back in the day when people were learning through stories, through psychic visions, when they sat around the fire and that's how we taught and the medicine people really brought the spirit and the energy to that place where everyone elevated in, in that frequency together. And that's what we get to do now. When we support each other in this way, we're Mm -hmm. learning from a place of passion instead of a place of, um, you know, one size forced all, or we're just being forced into this linear box to learn something that we need in order to pay for the loans that we had to take out to learn (laughs) that box. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's a very exciting time. I just am so, I'm so here for this. And I think the more that we truly take in the message that we're a product of what we practice. And this is what I keep talking to people. Like, how do we move into a place of intentional response instead of habitual reaction? Hmm. Right. Yeah. Response versus habitual reaction. Yeah. Because if you intentionally create something every day that moves you closer to doing the thing that you love as your job and as your life's calling, you get to do it on a daily basis. And then we get to lift each other up and it will, you know, the manifestation of the money comes later, but it's really getting into that soul alignment that attracts the manifestation. It's breaking through the belief systems, which it takes work, Kiyoshi. Do you feel like I've, you know, as you were talking about your spiritual journey, that's doing a lot of the shadow work and a lot of the reprogramming in order to break through and get this ancient knowledge that's literally in our DNA. As you were talking and you were talking about how, you know, people have always been singing and freestyling and, and moving in that. I, I'm like, yeah, that's in our DNA. It's in our cells. And it has been muted, you know, by us being told to stay smaller or quiet. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. Like, do you feel like when, because you've done so much spiritual work um, on your journey, do you feel like when you're really in the flow, 
Like you're connecting to the cosmos. You're connecting to your higher consciousness. Are you, are you moving into higher consciousness practices like that as you move in and, and like release that creation energy? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I tell my clients and students, uh, you know, when I'm on stage personally, you know, it's, I see it as that as a ceremony, a sacred ceremony, a sacred act of me giving pieces of myself to the audience and, and connecting on that level where, Hey, this is my story. This is, this is my personality. This is my, my, my soul, my heart speaking to you right here. I took you know many, many, many hours of, to, to craft this, the set, you know, combined. And you look at it, like all these songs that I put a lot of, you know, heart into production, collaboration, fine tuning, and then really presenting that in a way that like feels right, comes alive. Uh, when I'm freestyling, you know, channeling, downloading, right? We, you know, help people get into that space where they feel, hey, I'm, I'm more of a guide, you know, in that, in that space of, uh, instead, you know, as opposed to like, yeah, I guess a guide or a guide and a teacher, you know, just helping guide people to do what they their soul wants to do, what they, you know, breaking through those blocks and like why they reached out to me because they want help to really feel support in that. They, a lot of people want to feel safe and society sometimes feels dangerous. It's like, hey, I'm not safe here. So why would I like let go? Because you might you, you might be a threat. You might harm me or you might say something that's going to cause me to feel bad about myself. Right. Mm, so yeah. creating something that's that's safe. Oh, I'm safe. Oh my God. Okay. I can open up and speak. Blah, 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 blah. Oh yes. It's so liberated. I've been wanting to say stuff. And then they start saying things that didn't even know. This is what happens when we channel, we download from the, and start to let it flow, <laughs> um, you know, from God and from our higher self, like our subconscious gets ignited and activated. Oh man. And then and it's like, Oh my God, I didn't know I was going to say all that. <laughs> um, so yeah, you're, 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 you're definitely accessing, more parts of your brain even studies have shown uh, dormant parts of our regions of our brain start to get activated related to you know motor motor skills coordination creativity language communication so it's really great for the brain it's great for our soul our heart uh you know studies have shown with you know writing speaking singing i mean there's so much in terms of mental health oh man game changer and again it goes back to to our indigenous societies and our ancestors like what we are supposed are born to do you know sing dance share stories and open up yes expression in a place of safety in a place of trust and so um i'm just gonna ask you the last question real quick who would your dream guest be and why yeah, dream guest would be David Goggins. I was gonna say Joe Rogan. He's a, a, a like inspiration. <laughs> He's an inspirational figure. But yeah, David Goggins just really is uh, his drive, his motivation, just the, the feats and uh, his attributes and, and accomplishments. You know, really a, a great example of what it takes to have perseverance to the next level that most people find it's, it's unheard of. But he he shows you that hey, anybody can get to the, to an elite level with discipline, focus, trust, taking action, fucking get off your ass, stay dedicated and focused and just say, yeah, keep going. So he's, he's that, he's that dude. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Let Absolutely. everybody know where they can find you and work with you and, and yeah. just support you, this beautiful mission that you have going. I appreciate it. Yeah. You can find me on, um, Across the board, Kiyoshi Music or KiyoshiMusic.com. Also on Instagram, uh, K-I-Y-O-S-H-I. 
M-U-S-I-C. So yeah, Kiyoshi Music. Fantastic. Uh, Yes, I will keep yeah. those links in the show notes below. I believe you've got workshops going on. I've seen some more um, posts nice. about it. So definitely everybody jump in. He's got a bright soul and he is here in his soul's calling and mission. Kiyoshi, thank you so much for your time and energy here today and appreciate sharing with everyone. It. Have a beautiful day. Thanks so much, Laura. I appreciate you for joining me. And uh, yeah, if anybody's interested in my membership model, coaching, one-on-one coaching. I also do coaching with kids. Um, I'm going to have a kids course coming out soon, but I have a course called expanding expression. Um, and yeah, workshops. If you're looking to bring me out, I would love to do that and uh, bring my medicine to your community. So many blessings, Lori. Let's be in touch and send me this recording when you can. Yes. Right, Thank, you that so was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Yes. Bye-bye. Cheers Peace. y'all. Bye. Cheers. And with that, let's normalize the struggles celebrate the quirks, and lean into the light. From myself and Beezus the Brave, happy Wild Heart Revolution, friends.